Today in business from Wired. The Science of Scaling, hosted by Mark Roberge, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each week, Mark Roberge, founding CRO at HubSpot CRO, senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and co-founder of Stage 2 Capital, sits down with the most successful sales leaders in tech to learn the secrets, strategies, and tactics to scaling your company's growth. I like the episode with the founder of Aircall on how to go from handling your own sales to scaling a sales team. It has great advice for entrepreneurs. Listen to The Science of Scaling wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how this broadband network will change millions of lives in Mexico. Right now. 40 million people in Mexico do not have access to the internet. Our company, Altan Redes, is building a network that will connect them to the world. Chubb wrote insurance policies that gave the Mexican government, our investors, and partners the confidence they needed to make this happen. They also cover our construction risk, damage to the network, and environmental exposure. For a project this complex, Chubb was the one. Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Captains of Finance Dismiss Bitcoin at Their Peril by Zachary Carabell. The financial industry today looks stable and boring, with a few megabanks ever more entrenched, and markets that may not offer the same risks and rewards as before the 2008-2009 financial crisis, but which remain highly profitable for incumbents. That stasis, however, masks looming challenges to the sclerotic incumbents. Two such challenges were much in evidence this past week, Bitcoin and China. The gaining momentum of digital currencies and the Chinese reinvention of a financial system led not by traditional banks but by technology companies are potent signs that Western financial architecture of the 20th century may not long survive the 21st. The price of Bitcoin has been on a tear for months and the pace of gains has accelerated in the past few weeks, reaching $6,000 on Friday. That's sparked a new round of criticism from financial luminaries. Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, called Bitcoin a fraud and said that he would fire anyone who traded it for being stupid. After some pointed out that Chase is actively pursuing blockchain solutions and digital payments akin to Bitcoin, Dimon said he was done talking about it, only to repeat his critique a few days later. Larry Fink, CEO of BlackRock, called Bitcoin an index of money laundering. Global investment bank UBS just issued a lengthy report on the digital currency bubble, warning that Bitcoin is unlikely to become a bona fide currency. A constant theme of bubbles is the ability of speculators to shout that dreaded cry, this time it's different, says the report. 
Logical arguments against the bubble can then be disregarded as speculators declare that the doubters simply do not understand that the world has changed. The problem with this theory is that the world never changes that much. Ah,、uh, excuse me? The world changes all the time, dramatically. Ten years ago, smartphones barely existed, and they now dominate our lives in ways that we still don't understand. How about the revolutions of 1989 and the collapse of the Soviet Union? The emergence of jet engines and global travel in the 1960s? Widespread vaccinations? How about Uber? Business models enabled by the internet that were inconceivable and unsustainable before? Bitcoin itself may, of course, be a speculative bubble. Its price is up more than 750% in the past year, and such moves should give anyone pause. But that's not the same as it being a fraud. In fact, the way that the guardians of the financial world are dismissing these phenomena says more about them than it does about Bitcoin, and what it says isn't pretty. Rather than grappling with the ways in which the software and information technology revolutions have yet to deeply disrupt finance, the defenders of the status quo are seizing upon the price action of Bitcoin as proof that it's all a fever and a mirage. Well, even if Bitcoin is in a price bubble, that doesn't make it a tulip, and the same is true for the other new and untested digital currencies. What makes Bitcoin so appealing is the potential that it will augment and replace traditional currencies. Through its underlying blockchain technology, Bitcoin has the potential to facilitate secure, authenticated transactions between a buyer and seller without the mediation of a bank or a government. That it has yet to do so does not prove that it cannot or will not do so. Skeptics should welcome the debate. In truth, the financial industry has been among the least nimble in adopting to the promise and peril of information technologies. If you want to see what might be coming, look at China, which lacks a strong and deep banking system. China is in the news this week for the 19th Party Congress that will see Xi Jinping solidify his leadership. Just as important is how China's technology companies are creating a sui generis financial system. Alibaba, for instance, dominates the mobile and electronic payment infrastructure through its Ant financial subsidiary. The range of service offered by Ant, formerly Alipay, dwarfs the capabilities of PayPal, and PayPal is among the most innovative and creative of U.S. financial companies. Ant facilitates mobile and nearly instant payments, wire transfers, loans, credit checks, peer-to-peer -peer payments, and purchases. And it hardly stands alone. Its services are offered by dozens of other established players, along with fledgling entrants. WeChat, for instance, which began as a messaging app, now facilitates peer-to-peer -peer lending and money transfers without users interacting with a traditional bank. Imagine WhatsApp or Facebook acting as your primary banking and payments portal, and you get the idea. Yes, our world is not China's world. The United States has regulatory hurdles and a deep, established financial infrastructure, as does the European Union. But those hurdles and that infrastructure are a product of the latter part of the 20th century. They're hardly eternal verities, and that makes the belief that nothing changes quickly even more myopic and perplexing. 
you would think that the leaders of the financial industry would be attuned to the potential for dramatic shifts. Some are. Last month, IMF Managing Director Christine Lagarde outlined just how much digital currencies, mobile solutions, artificial intelligence and other technologies will likely upend traditional finance, making bank branches obsolete, money centre banks unnecessary and much of the surrounding regulatory structure irrelevant. The financial industry is largely unprepared for that. Lagarde at least implicitly realises that it's a mistake to summarily dismiss those who say this time it's different. Yes, it is frequently the case that claims of this time it's different are wrong, often spectacularly so. That said, it would be wiser for established financial institutions to look at what happened in the retail industry, what happened to media, to transportation, to communications, to what is happening in healthcare, and recognize that things not only change, but that when they do, incumbents are often crippled or destroyed. JP Morgan's acquisition this week of fintech startup WePay could be a sign that incumbents are starting to recognize just how the world is changing, but it's very little and very late. Dismissing digital currencies because of how they've traded in the past month is an easy way to avoid grappling with how technology might soon undermine traditional modes of finance. Change always comes, sometimes slowly, but often unexpectedly, dramatically, sweeping away what seemed to be stable and certain with breathtaking speed. That doesn't mean you should invest in Bitcoin today, but it does make it stupid to ignore what is very likely around the corner. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.